Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. I'm glad we all made it through Monday. It was a rough one. Um, but today I'm going to answer some more mailbox questions. I got a handful of them. So thank you to everyone that has submitted so far. It really is super easy, you guys. You can do it on your phone. You just click the link in the show description and hit record. Bing, bang, boom. I get them. Read them. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Um, so today our first voicemail box question is from Presley. Hi, Mina. I was just wondering about um, the background of your name. I didn't know if your parents chose it for a specific reason or if it has some meaning. I come from a, a name that always had jokes as a kid and the teachers always got it wrong in school. So I didn't know if you had that experience. Um, I'm actually pregnant and we're considering using Mina. And so I was just curious if you had anything to share on your name. Thank you so much. I love that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I would love to be your child's namesake. So growing up, it's kind of weird, and I don't know if the stories are actually true because it sounds too uh, too like serendipitous, but before my mom and dad got married, my mom had read the book Dracula, and Mina in the book is the heroine. In the movie, she's the slut, but in the book, she's the heroine that Dracula falls in love with, and she like saves the world. And my mom fell in love with that name and said, you know, if I ever have a girl, like I want her to be like that strong, amazing person. She also happened to have red hair. And then on my dad's side, his mom's name is Mildred. And my understanding is that she went by Mina, which doesn't make sense to me. But so those things existed. And then my parents met and they had said children, my brother and then me. And that's how I became Mina. And again, I don't know if they made that up because it sounds like too good to be true. But I think it actually is true. When I was younger, I got a lot of like the mean Mina, you know, just 
But the thing is, kids are going to come up with anything no matter what your name is. Your name could be like Ryan, Brian, Sarah. They just will. If it's going to be a mean kid, they're going to be a mean kid. I got teased more about like my red hair and freckles than I did about my name. And anytime like I do a home show or I meet a younger girl or boy, that's honestly, it's the first question I ask them. I'm like, do you like your red hair? Do you like your freckles? And whatever their answer is, is, if it's no, I'm like, you know what? I didn't like mine when I was your age either. And I love them now and everyone loves them and people want them. People tattoo on freckles, you guys, because they're crazy. So you're super cute and remember that when the next kid makes fun of you. But yeah, I love it. It's very unique. Most of the Minas that I have come in contact with, it means a couple things in different languages. Someone told me it means boat dock and like Russian or German or something. It means beautiful flower in another language. Mine's not after any of those. I know um, I've met a few um, people of Indian descent that are named Mina, um, but also spelled a little differently sometimes. So like M-E-E-N-A. But I like it. It's really hard to find, like nothing's unique anymore. Everything's been done. And now people are just naming their kids like tree and lamp and river and things like that. No offense if any of your children are named tree or lamp or river. So as if you and your husband like it, I love it. I um, would have loved to, you know, name <laughs> my daughter after myself, but that felt weird. Do you feel like Charlie's a bit of a, a meaner junior? Oh my God, Charlie is, she is crazy, man. <laughs> so they both look like Steve pooped him out, but Jack is Steve. He's like very sensitive and a little more emotional. And Charlie is, she is me. She's running amok. She's like, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. What is this? Megan, I can't share these videos on, on social media because, you know, both my kids were sitting on the couch. We're watching like a movie. And all of a sudden, Jack gets up and starts taking, like stripping, stripping <laughs> butt naked. Charlie does everything that Jack does. So she strips butt naked and he takes one of his Pokemon characters and starts shoving it between his butt cheeks. So she does. So I have this video of Jack and Charlie naked waddling around the living room with Pokemons shoved into their butts. And um, that's my life <laughs> as a parent. Definitely sounds like you've got a three and five-year-old. <laughs> yes, yeah. But she's, she's a handful and she's definitely a mini-me. The next question in our inbox is from Michaela. Hi, my name is Michaela, and I love, love, love your show, and I'm so thrilled that you have done this podcast. My question is, how is it working with, like, you work with your family, you worked with your mom for a really long time, you worked with your brother and his friend and your friends. How did you, like, solve work issues and not bring them into your personal life, like, if something went wrong. If that makes any sense, I would love to know. Makes total sense. Total sense, Michaela. And I would say 80-20, I failed at that because it is really hard just because we're human. And you know that person like in the office that you can't freaking stand and you're always like butting heads with, but then you like have to go to dinner with at night or have to see on Christmas. It's just really hard. And my sister Kelsey and my sister-in-law Alexa both worked for me and both left, oh gosh, two years ago. So my sister, it was hard for both of us. It was really hard for us to separate and we weren't really doing the sister part anymore because we couldn't separate the work part because that was 
that was work. We like we had to work. And I was not strong enough to be able to say, I'd rather you be my sister than my employee. And so she came to me. Um, I was working from home one day, I think, because the kids were home. And she said she was coming to my house. And I was like, oh, this is not good. Um, and she you know, came upstairs where I was just bawling, crying and was like, I have to leave. I have a new job. I'm so sorry. I'm putting in my two weeks. And I'm crying and she's crying because like no one wants this to happen. And I didn't want her to like not hate me. I know she doesn't hate me, but hate what I'd created so much that she couldn't be part of it. And so it was really making me feel some kind of way about myself that I had failed and I had failed her and I had failed all the things. And it took some time of being apart. Um, around the same time, Alexa, who's my sister-in-law, um, was out on was going out on maternity leave. And I did not think she probably was going to come back after maternity leave, especially with Kelsey being gone. They worked in tandem. And I think she was feeling a lot of the same things. It's my older brother's wife's sister. So not as close, a, you know, a sisterly relationship as Kelsey and I had, but still one that we weren't getting to appreciate because of the stresses at work. So her not coming back after her maternity leave, uh, I think was definitely the best choice. And for them, it was easier to come back from, for me, with them, it was easier to come back from. There was definitely a period of just like, okay, everyone's gone to their corners. And with my sister, Kelsey, who is, you know, Jack's godmother, it was really important for me to be able to bring all of us back together. So, you know, we had a couple like coffee dates and then I really made the effort. I was like, hey, you know, I take Jack to school every week. Like, do you want to join it? Like, can we do coffee Friday mornings with Jack so you can see Jack and you and I can see each other and, you know, we can have conversations about our lives again. And just being able to do that has really made a world of difference because now when I talk to her, it's checking in like, how's Neil? Are you excited about the move? How's the house going? Not how much money is in the bank account? What did we mess up now? Like, what are what's everyone mad at me about now? But we had the distance, which created an opportunity to like heal that relationship. And when Tad was working for me, it's been about as long that he was no longer working for the company because it, it just wasn't working for a lot of reasons. It wasn't working for him or for us. Um, and he was in a place where he needed to kind of like. Warmer, sunnier days are calling and you can fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash minaaf50 
and use code MINAAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MINAAF50 at factormeals.com slash MINAAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AF. I think he needed to pump the brakes and looking back on it now, he would say, yeah, like that was the best thing. But at the time, um, it was really hard. And that being said, like he now runs his own company and is doing really well and is in a much better place. And I think the same thing goes for him and I when he wasn't an employee anymore, especially now he's doing like a version of what I do. He's renovating homes and right now he's renovating his own home um, with us on the show and using his own money. And I think being in that different role really helps him understand and appreciate where I was coming from a lot. So, oh, this is why she was stressed and freaking out about money all the time and worried about deadlines. And because when you're the boss, like you have to, um, you don't like clock out at five o'clock. So we've gotten that distance. I guess more to answer the question though, so how did we solve work issues? I would try to say, like specifically with Tad, I would say nine to five, I'm boss Mina. If you have an emotional thing you want to talk to me about, you wait till five. After five, text me and say, hey, I want to talk to sister Mina about X, Y, Z. And really aggressively drawing a line on which version of ourselves we're being. Hey, Tad, because there's plenty of times where I would clock out of boss mode and be like, I'm telling you this is your sister. I'm worried about X, Y, Z. Or this is you know, whatever that is. Um, and while you can say, right now I'm your sister, or right now I'm your boss, or right now I'm your mom or your brother, it doesn't make it feel a whole lot different sometimes. Um, so it, it's definitely, it was challenging um, and still is challenging. So that's that situation. Um, and on that note, we will move on to Chrissy with the next question. Hi, Mina. My name is Chrissy. I have been following you on Instagram and started watching you on Good Bones and became a big fan. Recently, I have been listening to your podcasts a lot and have been getting so much out of them. I too, like Steve, left a job that I was very unhappy with after 25 years of working there. And just listening to these is making my anxiety level drop so much. So I really appreciate the job you're doing. Thank you. Not a question, but such an amazing statement. And Chrissy, I know you will never know how much that means to me, but having someone tell me that something I said or did reduce their anxiety levels <laughs> is not something I get told a lot. 
So thank you. I'm usually the one in the room that makes everyone's head start spinning, but I'm glad that could help. And congratulations. Like that's a big deal to walk away from something so stable. And I I talk about it all the time in so many different realms, but it's like the devil you know versus the one you don't. And like how bad does the devil you know have to get before you're willing to take the one you don't? And, um, you know, apparently you found that spot and I've found that spot a bunch of times. So kudos to you. Good job, Chrissy. Uh, and I'll let Steve know. He'll appreciate that. And next up, we have a question from Vicki. Hey, Mina. This is Vicki. I am a fellow indie girl. And my question for you is, in your free time, when you're off the clock, just out and about in Indianapolis, how do you feel about fans approaching you? I know I've seen you like at various restaurants and at festivals and stuff, and I've always resisted the urge to fangirl out and come up and say hi. But I've always wanted to because I adore your shows. I love what you do for Indianapolis and our community and how involved you are. And I've wanted to come up and say something, but I've also wanted to respect the fact that this is your own time with your family and not invade on that. So that was just something I was curious about and would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much. No, that's a great question, Vicki. Um, and I, my husband and I have had a lot of conversations about it. it. It's funny. We were walking from my house to Two Chicks District Co. It's about a 20-minute walk with the kids. Uh, God, this was a couple years back now. And someone drove past, stopped their car, backed up, got out of their car, screamed and ran up and hugged me. Like they were so dang excited. They went bananas. You know, I talked to him for a minute. They leave. And my husband, he's like, I don't get it. Like, there's not, I can't think of a single person that I would hug. Like, his person is David Beckham. Um, he loves Doc Shepard. If he saw him, like, he would geek out. But he's like, I would, I would play it cool even if I saw David. And what I explained to him is the difference of the perceived persona. Like, Dave Beckham doesn't he comes across as a kind, you know, dapper gentleman, but the way the show presents us, like they could edit the show a million ways. And our production company does an amazing job of editing it to a really shortened version, but of who we all are. So when people see it, they really do feel like they know me or know mom or know Tad, my kids. Um and I think if it's done in a respectful way, like that's the goal. And I think that's why our show has been successful is because we're real people and you're getting to see the people we really are. And you, whether you love us or hate us, you know, you feel like that's a feeling based on real legitimate information that you have seen hundred. I don't even know how many episodes of now. So I never mind. And, you know, it's a conversation my husband and I have also had too. Like, A, I'm Indiana famous. It's not like LA, New York, or anything like that. Everyone in Indiana is very friendly. And the reason I have not, not so much, I guess, the platform, like the reason I have the show, which creates a platform to be able to do all these things that are meaningful to me, is because we have fans of the show. So, for the, because I've met people and I've heard rumors. Where And that's why it's like, you know, the saying, never meet your heroes. Because there are some people that fall into that bucket that you meet them and you're like, oh, they suck. I've had that experience. And I would never want anyone to have that with me because I definitely have my bad days. I have my days where I, you know, I should be locked in a closet and no one should have to deal with me. Um, typically, I won't be out on those days. So you wouldn't catch me on one of them. But read the room. If it looks like Steve and I are in a fight about something at brunch, maybe don't. Or maybe do so you can break the ice. 
Um, but no, I'm always happy to like take a picture with people, to stop, say hi, to chat. Um, if I'm in a like rush to go somewhere, I'll just tell you that it's fine. But yeah, you're you're always welcome to to come up, uh, take a picture, say hi, whatever. Um, you know, on occasion there are the people that will get into very lengthy explanations, um, which involves photo evidence of whatever project they're working on and how I should fix it. And I also totally get that that is how people are finding common ground with me, which you want to do when you're speaking to a new human. Like, oh, you have a kid? I've got a kid. Let's talk about our kids. You renovate houses? My renovation's going like, shit, can you come fix it? Let's talk about this. Um, so there's a lot of, hey, come fix my kitchen. I'm like, yeah, bro, no, mine's not even fixed. I'll get to you in 10 years. Um, but that being said, uh, I, I definitely, I don't mind. So, but thank you for asking. I appreciate This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Appreciate that. All right. Let's go on to Kathy. Hi, thanks for taking my question. This is Kathy, and I recently got liposuction on my midsection, like my stomach and around my back. And then a friend of mine said that I should think about going to therapy or talking to a therapist um, because she's saying that she thinks, like in my head, that I am not happy with who I am and how I look. And I just kind of wanted to do it for myself. And I just thought, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on um, what you think about that. Like, I don't know. I, I feel okay. I just wanted to do something for me. I didn't think that I need therapy. So anyways, um, I just wanted to leave that there for you. Thanks for taking my question. That is a really good question, Kathy. I'm going to make a lot of assumptions about you, Kathy, just based on the tone in which you left that message. You sound very sweet. You sound like a kind human. And I'm not sure who this person is in your life. That reaction, I don't want you to think is like an outlier. I think a lot of people, people aren't comfortable with change, period. They're not comfortable with emotional, physical, mental, geographical. They're not, we are creatures of habit. So that you've made a change it's messing with these other people's heads. So why is that change there? I have to rationalize that change because if she's making a change, should I be doing something? Or, you know, this is so silly, but like we renovate a house and so the outside looks different. The neighbors start picking up their yards and start planting flowers. And I don't think the physical transformation of your body is wildly different. I think it makes other people put these thoughts into their head that they don't like. So they need to say, well, something's wrong with Kathy. That's why she did it. Nothing's wrong with me, so I don't need to make a change. I think it's really hard for people to just understand, I wanted to make this change because I feel good about it. And honestly, Meg and I almost came in because I was, we're just going to talk about it now. We might not get to the next however many, oh, this is the last question. Great. I can ramble forever. Okay. So I was going to do a whole episode about this because this this happened to me. I've never dyed my hair. I'm almost 39. And I was like, you know what? 
I just want to be, I want, I want my 25 year old red hair back because it used to be bright red. And I went and dyed my hair and I love it. I'm so happy about it. I am also a shell of a human right now because of how busy we are and how tired physically, mentally, emotionally, everything I am. And I was getting ready and literally my hands are swollen. I can't get my rings on. I have cuts everywhere. I've been wearing a wrist brace. Like this eye sags when I'm tired. So like this one's not open all the way. And I was having to get ready for, uh, I think I was doing a home show. And just, you know, when you don't feel good or feel good about yourself, it's just like this sucks. Everything sucks. And I had gotten out of the shower and like took my hair down and I was like, oh my God, it is stupid. And I said this out loud to my husband. It's stupid how happy my slightly different red hair makes me right now. It's like everything else sucks, but this makes me really happy. And then it got me to thinking about where do we all draw that line? And I think I've touched on it like briefly in the plastic surgery episode, but where is the line? I mean, some women, I, I spent three hours dyeing my hair. Did y'all know it took that long? Because I didn't. I spent three hours and Mel, we did her house. So she gives me a great deal. But the regular price is very expensive. And women women go like multiple times, like once a month or once every month and spend all this time and all this money to make that physical transformation. Um, you know, my eyebrows are microbladed. So like that's a tattoo. And for me, that was, I really like them thicker. I'm lazy. I'm not going to put on eye pencil every day. So this is an easy thing for me to do. I tint my eyelashes. So is it, you know, if you get lash extensions, that's too far, but mascara is okay. Um, permanent eyeliner too far, but you know, tattooed on, on, on lip liner is okay. I tend to think where people draw the line is if you get anesthesia. And I don't know why, because there are a lot of surgeries you can do now awake. You can get, well, you shouldn't. Just please consult Dr. Peter Colts, Toledo, Ohio, if you have questions about this. You can get breast implants while you're awake. You can get liposuction while you're awake. There are so many things you can do while you're awake, and it's this outpatient surgery. And to me, that even seems more socially acceptable than doing the inpatient thing, and I don't know why. And I want to challenge people to think about that, where you have drawn your line and why you've drawn it there. And think about if it's because your own thoughts, feelings, uh, your upbringing, your partner's feelings about it. Because I think a lot of it has to do with how we think we're going to be judged by other people is how we end up doing it. Because if you do you know, this whatever brand, it's like some new air lipos. I don't know if it's real or not, but you go in, you don't go asleep. You don't even really have scars. And then you've got an hourglass figure. All this to say that slight physical transformation for me of coloring my hair made me happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And no one else would really say there's anything wrong with that. But they would say, What's wrong with you that you're so insecure that you need to make your boobs bigger or your waist smaller or your skin tighter or your wrinkles less shown? And it's really hard to do, but I think leaving that on their doorstep is where it belongs. So I think the thing to do with your friend, and again, I don't know if this is like life partner friend, neighbor friend, you know, childhood growing up friend, but regardless, I think the thing to say is, I understand that you care about me and I really appreciate where the thought's probably coming from. 
I actually feel really good about the decision I made and I understand where you might feel differently, but it's really my decision. So I would like if you could trust me and honor that decision. And if you have different feelings about it, you're welcome to make a different decision in your life. Um, And I would hope like, you know, a good friend would respect that. Um, Also, (laughs) Kathy, this is probably not a reference you might like might get, but I've been um, going down the rabbit hole on, oh God, what's the show on Bravo? Vanderpump Rules. It's all these like, you know, model actors, aspiring, you know, they work in the restaurant. And this big thing just came out that they were like all cheating on each other. So I was binging. I was trying to catch up. And one of the characters, they're not characters, they're real people. He's like in a relationship with this beautiful girl. And she got a nose job and it was like a little bit crooked. And he, all through this episode, he is saying he doesn't want her to go get it fixed again because he's like, what if it gets botched again? I'm the one that has to look at your face all day. And she says, well, it, it's my face. It, what, it's what makes me feel good. And I actually look in the mirror at myself every day. So those kind of relationships, like that that would ever come out of someone's mouth, like if they think it, that's bad enough. If they're so dumb and inhuman to say it and think it's legit, that's a whole next level. And there are a lot of people who do that. And that is why, for example, when I went to go see Dr. Colts, although my husband's known him since college, he asked him to leave the room for part of the consult because it's important to know that you are doing what you're doing for you. And if there's a person there that's supporting you, that's great. But, you know, they can't always assess it to, you know, completely in in one moment. Okay, maybe it's still this person didn't get it done for the right reasons. But the good legitimate doctors out there are going to ask those kind of questions about why – I think the question is why are you doing it now? Um, that's the one that seemed to be a big difference for, I guess, the mental emotional part of it. So I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted my 25-year-old boobs back or I've always wanted to get rid of some of this fat. So why are you doing it now? And for me, the answer was I have the time and I have the money. And it's not because, oh, well, the guy I'm dating now really mentioned that my boobs would be good, bigger too. So now I'm going to go ahead and do it. That's not cool. Um, But I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Um, I do get a lot of that. And there are a lot of trolls that probably say it not as nice as your friend did, um, which is a bummer. But what I challenge all of you listening to think about is the line where you've drawn it and if it makes sense where you've drawn it. Um, Because I think a lot of people, like people think I'm too skinny now. And they're like, are you eating? Are you working out too hard? Like, I'm, my life is just stressful right now, you guys. But I eat and I work out because it makes me feel good. And you know what? I, after I got my tummy tuck and my lipo, I felt good. And I could go in my closet and I could put anything on. And then working out, honestly, didn't mean to lose weight. But I've gained so much muscle and lost more weight that, it's, I'm sure it's annoying to other people because like when I was larger, I'm like, oh my God, she can put a fucking trash bag on and she looks cute. And often days I look like I'm wearing a trash bag, but I feel good about my trash bag. I feel good about myself. And there's something to that. Like I literally would go in my closet and dread getting dressed every day because it's 10 things to find one that I felt good about myself in. 
And if making that decision for you, Kathy, getting some lipo on your hips and back is something that's going to make every day for the rest of your life a little sweeter for you, who gives a shit what your friends think? That's my soapbox. That was a really good question. I tried to answer it calmly, even though I really want to shake your friend, Kathy. But thank you guys so much, everyone that put the questions in the box. Literally anything, drop it on my Instagram account. Drop it on the voice memo. It's in the show notes. There's a link. You can do it from your phone. All super easy. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fun. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.